Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey all you gamer junkies out there. Welcome back to another episode of Try War Gaming. I'm your host Andy. And with me is Jason one more time. Howdy. <laughs> so yeah, back again and uh talking some bolt action today. Uh so we just kind of been really shooting the shit <laughs> just actually yeah. a little bit here before the uh the podcast so uh we just figured well we better get this started so <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately uh yeah we're gonna talk a little bit about the hobby what we've been up to our games you know any current projects stuff like that what we're doing and uh we'll probably take some a little bit of a peek into uh the italian soft underbelly campaign book and mm. kind of go from there really so yeah so how has your games and hobby been lately jason hobby has been good i've been working on tables so i finished my ocean board as the base mm-hmm. so i have a uh, uh, eight foot by six foot ocean completed. Nice. Uh, for all my Navy games. And then I'm working on a city fight base to go on top of that. Uh, so two boards detailed up with, you know, uh, craters and a trench and, and, uh, you know, a whole bunch of modular terrain to go on top of it. That's still a work in progress, but, uh, <laughs> you know it's uh, it's hard when I got the. Uh, it takes time. You got to do the same. You got to glue. You got to wait. You got to oh for sure, know, for sure. Wait, and I spend more time waiting on. Uh, you know, which is fine. It it uh, it allows me opportunity to chug copious amounts of coffee. Mm-hmm. Do you <laughs> do you uh, when you're working on terrain? Do you get do you get pumped? Like are you yeah. are you like super hyped to get it going and, and just creating? The, I gotta tell you, one of the hardest things for me not to do is to stop uh, as soon as the glue is dried on a step, to not put, you know, some of my troops in that area and or set up the modular terrain that I have kind of done on it and you know, which is kind of really a waste of time because then I got to take it all off and then start whatever the next step is. But instead, I'm essentially I'm playing dolls with my uh, with <laughs> dress my up. Friggin', You're playing dress my, up, <laughs> playing dress up dolls with my friggin' miniatures here. Yeah, it's the hardest thing not to do in between steps. So, uh, so oh yeah, I get I get pumped. I'm very excited, and I think uh, this will be the perfect table for our next. Uh, scenario that uh, you know our Stalingrad yeah. keep our Stalingrad city fight because our next scenario is uh, you know we're not talking about that yet but uh, it's uh, it's actually in the city mm-hmm. so uh, I'm excited and I think this will be a great location for it so yeah I get 
excited. I get stoked. And like I said, the hardest part is to actually finish it instead of playing with my dolls. <laughs> with your minis, yeah. <laughs> with yeah. my my minis on it. No, I get I get it. I get it. I know. Yeah. I've done the same too thing too with uh, those factories that I did a while back. Um Yeah, oh yeah. You know, setting things up and taking some wicked pictures and stuff and and whatnot and uh and that's a that's another thing too is once uh we you know decide on what day we're gonna do it we're gonna play um I think I'm going to try to bring maybe some of my lighting that I use for like taking pictures excellent yeah. right and uh try to get some nice looking cinematic kind of pics to share with the people and and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll bring my uh, maybe I'll bring my gimbal just to give a little sneak peek of stuff. So I live here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your gimbal's already here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, terrain, man. Like it's funny because I um, I had posted um, pictures of uh, one of her. Um, drop-in nights from a, f- a couple weeks back, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, it, the pictures turned out really, really good, and um, people were just commenting all the time about just how the system is the best for terrain, right? So, and uh, oh yeah, you know, as, as much as having plastic terrain that's already made by the companies, and you just got to snap together and paint it, is cool. I don't know. Bolt action is a whole other beast. It's, uh, or even historical, I should say, not even just bolt action, but things look really, really good when they're like handcrafted by the players. Yeah. Right. So, and, and of course, funny you mentioned that, you know, that the, your terrain you're working on, of course, today I was doing a little bit of a cleanup and, busted out the old crate with all my mdf terrain you nice. know and i was like yep it's 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 time to start getting some of this stuff rolling so absolutely yeah exactly so yeah, i'm excited it will it'll be epic mm-hmm. these fights we have coming up in in the city itself yeah it's gonna be fun it's uh been looking forward to, to getting back on that train for sure and uh, just slugging it out and actually playing these missions, right? Like, we've played so many of the generic missions as is that yeah. um, it's definitely like a refresher when you start playing these specialized scenarios for the campaigns. Well, you know? yeah, I mean, you, you take stuff that you wouldn't normally take. It forces you to make decisions you wouldn't normally have to make. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, you're playing on, you know, kind of more specified, you know, terrain sets or at least ideas, you know, for setup. Yeah. Uh, it really forces you to think outside of the box. A lot of the kind of special objectives that you have to meet uh, that you can tailor to it because you know roughly what the forces are going to be because it's dictated by the scenario. It really adds a whole other element. It's like playing a new game to be honest, you know? Oh, it is. It is. So I, I love it. I think it's by far my favorite way to play. Pickup games are great. I love them. I've had lots of fun, 
you know, and including recently, stuff's kind of opening up a little bit more. Got to play uh, the last couple weeks, uh, you know, at the store, and it's been great. But the scenarios, I think, is is where it's at. Yeah, definitely. And especially, you know, it's nice to set it up with a friend or, or you know, gaming buddies or whatever and say, hey, let's try this out and let's let's do this scenario. I'm going to play this. You know, you want to play that. Now you know, you know, your, your theater selector that you need to pick from and you can build your army and kind of thing, right? And then, you know, actually look at the scenario and, okay, I get it. I know what I need to do. You know, let's play it out now, right? Yeah, totally. So it the the little that little extra prep work in the be, in beginning, um, you know, before your match, where you know if you got a pickup match, you go and you set up your terrain that night of, and like you just play the game. It's cool, but if you have an idea of of you know you're you're fighting over a, a little town that has a church that's been bunkered down in or something like that, you know, you can mm-hmm. design that. You can. Uh, make that proper on the battlefield and uh, and yeah play it out so it's 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 one of those things that it's like I would love to just start doing that for drop-in nights hey let's try this scenario you know yeah Um, yeah and you know uh, maybe it is something we can do as we get more of the scenarios uh, done you know we'll have some terrain I can bring in, you know, mm-hmm. to match what we need. I've noticed, uh, actually, it was funny. I noticed um, our friend Chris there, who, who plays with us as well, um, he had brought his own terrain. And uh, yeah. he had, like, he actually had a picture of what his terrain was going to be set up like. Right? On That's his, a great on idea. His phone. Now, yeah. Less than less than two weeks, I've seen that's twice now that I've seen somebody do that, because uh, the other drop-in night, the um, other guys who were playing uh, that night, the Flames of War players, you know, yeah, uh, same thing. Um, they he had uh, all his terrain. He brought his terrain, and uh, you know, he had a picture of, of what his battlefield was going to look like. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's that's maybe something I need to do. Right when I set up a cool looking table and um, you know a table that has a, a nice theme to it, like that table you did the other day there, that uh, the town that was yeah yeah kind of had like a curve to it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it wasn't uh, straight blocks. You know. Yeah, that's a habit I got to break out of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's a good idea. It's something to. Not and you know not only uh, not only in uh, bolt action, but any other tabletop game that would work quite well with, especially for like events, really. Yeah, yeah, it works. Especially you're you're bringing scenery to an event or to the store to you know have set up a table for fun, which is what Chris was doing. He's he said uh, I'm gonna bring some of my terrain to uh, uh, jazz up, you know, one of the tables one night. Not his exact words. I think I'm the only who yep. says jazz, but. No, <laughs> I do. It. I do it too. Okay. Okay. You've, 
But anyway, to jazz up a table and just make it a little bit different than what we normally play on, because that's where we play mostly. And uh, yeah, he took a, set it up at home so he knew kind of what to bring that it would fit on this surface, you know, and uh, make a fun looking table. And then, yeah, took the picture, brought it, uh, you know, looked it up when he uh, was setting up here or at the, the store and bingo bongo had a great game on it. It was great. Oh, yeah, for sure. It looked great. So good stuff. Yeah, um, myself really spraying up some tanks. Nice, yeah, I saw, I saw you're going the uh, the Soviet route for uh -huh. the tank war event coming up. Yep, yep. I just uh, I just acquired my other T thirty four the other uh, the other week and. Slam that thing together and then slam the KV together. Nice. And uh, I was trying to actually build the second turret for it. And, you know, unfortunately, Butterfingers here uh, let one of the pieces slip and bounce and lost it in the, you know, um, great bottomless, bottomless pit of doom, <laughs> you know. Um, so that was kind of a, a little downfall for the second turret for the KV-2. So it's KV-1 right now, which is bump, bump, which is good bump. enough. But, um, yeah, got them sprayed up, built, sprayed up, uh, ran out of paint. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, that sounds about right. Um, the, uh, the paints that I was using is uh, it's a Vallejo set that it specifically has targeted painting up um soviet vehicles and these were the colors you used right oh do they come with those baby bottles though the little yes yeah. so yeah i had gotten one of those you know what i've learned to do though andy here's my tip because i bought one of those back in the day for a german vehicle yeah is that i look on the back i see what colors i need or what they recommend and then i buy them separate at the full bottle size <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's uh i thought i had that same color but i didn't and then the local <laughs> shop here doesn't have it so um i gotta go uh to one of the other shops and check it out right so but uh yeah got got the greens all done up where i needed it and uh we'll touch it up afterwards but that'll be a project for this week coming up and um yeah, that and just kind of planning what's next, right? So I got to get some terrain ready as well for for that event. Um, some uh, series of precision train tracks, stuff like that. Make sure Sweet. I have everything kind of prepped. But other than that, yeah, that's that's really about it. Oh, had a I did a demo demo game for a new player, uh, which is cool. Uh, she oh, had yeah. she had a lot of she had a lot of fun uh, trying what, out the uh, game. What army was she starting? I, I overheard, I was at the store that night, that she had brought a tank with her. That's what she had bought? Yes. What uh, What army? I was curious. I forgot to ask. So she decided to, to go with the Italians. Oh, fun. So, um, yeah, it was pretty neat. She had bought in the book, and uh, she had a tank. Um, but she didn't, she didn't have, she was, 
brand new to the game, right? So yeah. um, has played some tabletop wargaming. But uh, yeah, re- picked it up actually quite easily. It was a great game. She had a lot of fun. And uh, it was probably one of the best demo games that I had uh, had done. Because like literally everything that you wanted to come up came up nice right and um yeah it was good because we were i brought my french army and i literally just split it in half and um we ended up just battling it out it was probably about i don't know maybe 500 600 points aside and uh maybe less and yeah it was it was good was able to see you know anything from snipers to you know artillery tanks recce um you name it it was pretty much shown so it was good a lot of fun and uh you know always always nice to try to uh get a new player coming so yeah um and it's funny because on the uh the weekend there i stopped in at the store and ran into her again she was picking up some more italians so (laughs) oh nice she's going she's going ham exactly which is good. We're we're getting some more Italian players coming in, which is good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Different, different mix. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So speaking about the Italians, um, we were kind of looking at the new campaign book a little bit. Um, yeah. The, the Italy soft underbelly campaign book. So. Um, it's pretty cool, but before we do that, I almost forgot. Actually, um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I had uh, had a, a you know a little conversation with our uh, rep, and um, the combined arms set. Ooh, excellent! I'm hoping that will be coming, um, so that we can explore that. That's 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 almost one thing I almost forgot to talk about is is combined arms. It's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> um so with that coming and with one of the maps that uh, uh Leanne at our local shop at Red Claw there has gotten us, it's like the perfect storm. Oh yeah. Right? Like it's a hex based map which can be combined with um combined arms and whatnot to to finally get something going for uh you know an ongoing event campaign league whatever you want to call it so excellent very excited to see what it's about to see what extra little rules and stuff or um campaign events rules initiatives uh mission whatever they have in it so very very excited to see that come down the pipe. I'm definitely going to study the shit out of it and uh, <laughs> and uh, try to apply it to our community and and to try to get guys coming out more and get some hype and excited to to start rolling dice in a, a campaign like that. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm excited. You know, just what they kind of uh, showed already it looks pretty sweet 
and, and really more than just for the four maps that they give you, which are fairly generic. I'm not too excited about the maps you get, mm -hmm. but the fact that you can, it seems from what I've seen that you could apply it really fairly easily, the system, you know, to any map really, uh, you know, maybe some modification. I haven't seen exact details, but really just a, a format to help facilitate uh, campaigns sounds great. And I love the concept of uh, land, sea, air involvement in uh, in a campaign, too. I mean, maybe less sea when you're talking about, uh, you know, invading Russia, but, uh, but, you know, land, sea, air campaign sounds amazing. Yeah, exactly. And um, having, because I know the guys in our community, you know, they've, they've some of them are have taken to to victory at sea, right? Which yes. is uh, which also came up in in my head about uh, trying to get some some more of that going at the store too, um, but also blood red skies, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, I have I have that set as well, um, and I, I did. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No. That's the one that I have, Blood yeah. Red Skies, but I haven't really played. Same. Victory at Sea, I love. I, I I have it in spades. I played it. Love it. I'll play it more. And uh, Blood Red Skies, I have it. I haven't really played it. And I, I'm excited, you know, to integrate it, you know, into my gaming. No, for sure. Yeah, and and I haven't I haven't really given it a shot either, but uh, it seems like it would be simple enough to to just sit down one you know uh, one session or evening or whatever and just roll dice and see how it is right. So um, they oh, got yeah. some nice nice models as well, and to incorporate all three into something would yeah. would be the ultimate like the ultimate kind of combination. So combine arms with whatever little intricate rules and stuff that they're coming out with for it is going to be super exciting. Trying out some of these other games again and, and getting familiar with them is going to be super exciting. Uh, especially when our, you know, restrictions start to pretty much go away. Um, I think good times and yeah, possibility and opportunities for more little events um and, and and switching it up a bit too right like you're you know you're painting up a fighter wing you know four or five fighters it's it's, it's a nice little side project compared to i gotta do you know 50 infantry for my french army kind of thing you know yeah yeah so. break up the monotony for sure <laughs> and you know i like victory at sea i really enjoyed painting because they kind of you feel more accomplished i know like basically a ship is basically like a guy you know for bolt action but when you paint a ship you feel like you've done more than when you paint a guy in bolt action <laughs> even though they're the same size or technically even smaller a lot of the ships smaller than a standard infantryman if i paint one infantryman in bolt action does not seem like a big accomplishment but in victory at seas hey man i get that ship it's it's the uh i guess it's the curse of 28 mil right 
Yeah. When yeah. you look down and you have a regiment of, you know, uh, British riflemen or something, and it's like, uh, I got like 60 of these to paint. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me pull up the airbrush. Hold on a sec. <laughs> you know, um, compared to, oh, I just, you know, painted the USS Enterprise or whatever, right? Like, cool. It's done. Awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it, it's in, two- in every in every game and hobby. I, I There's there's times where I, and you know this, and I've, you've seen it, I've gone super hard to get stuff done, like hard to get stuff done, and then I get to that point where I burnt out. Yeah. You know? But, either way. That's where it- these uh, scenarios that we're going to do just pulls me back into painting a, <laughs> a million Soviets, but excited about it. There you go. There, Don't worry. <laughs> you'll be able to use those Soviets more and more. <laughs> so many of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so besides myself trying to like derail the Italian thing here, <laughs> um, going back to that. So, yeah, campaign uh, Italy, soft underbelly. So, uh, it's a thick book. That's definitely for sure. A lot of scenarios in it again, like a lot of these new campaign books, right? There is a fair bit in here. And where is it here? Ten... 12, I think, right? Yeah, 12. 12 scenarios. Yeah. You know, it's actually kind of scenario light compared to some of the other books. No, that's true. That's true, because I think you know, a lot of them are like 15 or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, fairly scenario light, actually, but still, it's 12 uh, scenarios, and I, I know, I don't know if you want to touch on any, but I'm going to skip ahead of you, because I got to talk about... Uh, Giver. Monte Le Defensa. That's my Italian <laughs> accent. Man, what a... I don't know about you, but as a kid, The Devil's Brigade was one of my favorite movies ever. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, just uh, I've heard lots of stories about uh, uh, 1SSF, The Devil's Brigade, growing up. So I love this scenario. And uh, just the concept of an entire uh, force climbing up behind the enemy on an impassable, in quotation mark, cliff, and then fighting their way down a mountain uh, is so cool. So I, I, there's lots of other cool things in this book. I just had to make sure that I did not forget that with my old man memory. <laughs> uh, S. Uh, uh, FSSF is uh, so cool. They're yeah, it's, the it's, original badasses. It's an iconic, you know, uh, a unit and whatnot, right? Like, you know, you uh, hear the stories or, you know, everything's passed down to you from, you know, whoever. Stories from your dad or something like that. 
Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I uh, I grew up a army brat, and uh, there you go. One of the places we were stationed at was they were that unit successor was stationed. So you know, I've heard lots of uh, a guff, and also with uh, my grandpa hanging out at the Legion, and ah, there we go. Yeah, yep. all those kind of things, and and that movie. I loved it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, everybody I, did. <laughs> I was a kid and loved that movie. So now, you don't see a lot of movies with, uh, especially back in the day, with Canadians in it. No. And this uh, unit is made up uh, half Canadian, half Americans. <clears throat> and by the title, you might be able to tell that it's the uh, first special service force. That's what the uh, FSSF is. So it's kind of, a, it was a new concept of, uh, you know, back when uh, when they were developing, you know, commando type units. Right. So. Uh, that's pretty fun cool. Stuff. That's pretty cool. I'm glad that's it's in here because there is, um, I think in the back, there's some more Canadian stuff too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they have a theater selector uh, for for Canadians in Italy. Yeah. Of course, the 1st Canadian Infantry Division, and I think the 4th Armored Brigade. I could be wrong about that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a lot in the back for sure for, for um, theater selectors and, and whatnot, um, you know, in Sicily and Italy and... And just uh, there's even you know Irish stuff here too. Uh, yeah, there is Canadian reinforced platoons. Uh, you even have Indian Army reinforced platoons. So a lot of stuff like that. More German Fallschirmjäger. What else we got in here? Uh, Obviously, a whole bunch of new Italian uh, theater selectors and yeah. and units as well, right? And then, of course, you know you got more German. You know you have the Hermann Goring division in Sicily and Salerno. Salerno. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here? You got like a Gruppo Mobilia Cari reinforced platoon. It's kind of like a mobile group for the Italians. A coastal reinforced platoon for the Italians as well. Um, yeah, quite a few, quite a few new things in there. They have characters in here as well. Uh, United States stuff as well. Um, British heroes. Uh, that's one thing we haven't really done is is played with any heroes, but we make our own heroes. I am the hero. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty good. Uh, a lot of a lot of info. Uh, there was uh, going back to these missions. I just happened to stumble across the scenario. Um, it's scenario ten in Termoli. Now. The one thing that caught my eye, this is like page 63, is they usually have like a, a 
a picture of like the map, the setting of the game, right? This one is like the length of the page. So I was like, what's mm. this? So this is a multiplayer game. Like m- multiple players on each side. Which Fun. I haven't seen yet in these books, right? Either I've, I've missed it or I haven't seen it in some of the books or I haven't checked it out. But <laughs> apparently this is supposed to be like uh, the German is supposed to have two players and then the allied force is supposed to have three players. Sweet. So I'm going to have to take a little bit of a deeper dive into that down the road here and check it out and see how applicable that is for larger events. Yeah, holy tremoli. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah. Also uh they have a airfield scenario yes yes scenario eight i'm not even gonna try to say it monte corvino airfield yeah uh yeah i'm just excited about that because i have all the scenery for an airfield hangars and control towers runways i'll get to use it sweet well yeah they uh it looks like that they're actually interactive to the game as well, right? So yeah. looking like they have a 7-plus armor. And um, from the looks of it, you have, like, units with demolition charges. Yeah. And it looks like you're supposed to try to blow up the the airplanes, right? So um, some different rules in there, you know, ram and slam. I guess tracked vehicles can ram into these yes stuff like that so and of course you'll have the various kind of rules that they usually slip in you know um like no outflanking or um mud stuff like that that you'll see kind of across a lot of scenarios or a lot of campaign books um you have what else do we got in here some nice maps of where the battles have been happening kind of thing. So I, th- I think it's going to be a, a quite well done um, campaign book again. Just like the, the last few that they've been pumping out. So good on yeah. them for doing that. Really, they're, they're, this one's 173 page, 176 pages. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of material, a lot of fluff, a lot of information about the armies, a lot of uh, and the places, uh, a lot of uh, cool pictures, uh, and a great read whether you're ever going to play a scenario out of it or not, really. Oh, but for also, sure. For sure. Some new units. Uh, and two in particular that I noticed, the Motocyclisti. Oh my god, I'm terrible. Uh, infantry section basically like a a motorcycle unit which is fun I've never really used a motorcycle unit but neither have I I kind of want to because it sounds cool and also it's not something I necessarily think of when I think of Italians so kind of fun and also here's the next one so that was kind of neat 
Next one is X Regimento Arditi, which are kind of like uh, uh, they're designed to fulfill a role kind of like the British commandos. And uh, so another thing you don't necessarily think of when you think of Italy is uh, elite troops. That is but, true. Uh, yeah, and they have their own uh, officer with this unit, like a like an officer entry you can select. Um, they have their own uh, kind of infantry squad. And they have an, their own uh, specialist infantry squad, which is uh, XRDD Saboteur section. And I mean, these guys look tough. They're pricey. But uh, they look like they'd be no picnic to run into. But it's just kind of fun, uh, you know, units that aren't necessarily thought of when you think of Italy, you know. You're not necessarily expecting to run into the commandos, essentially. No, no. And like that these are all new units compared to like the regular Italian book, right? Yeah. Um, and even like the Guastatori Destruction Group, they're uh, engineer demolishers, right? So they have like Bangalore torpedoes and demolition charges. So they'll fit, yeah. right, fit right in with some of the missions. But that's, yeah. that's a whole other new unit to play around with. Um, and then what else do you have here? You got some vehicles as well, or it looks like maybe one new vehicle. Uh, yeah, the uh, Saharinia Verbetti. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess it's. It's a soft skin. Looks like it has uh, flak machine guns on it or something like that. Mm -hmm. So HMGs, MMGs, two MMGs. Yeah, so it's a lighter lighter vehicle. But nonetheless, pretty new. It's pretty cool. So with that, you know, with the units in here and then in combination with the units that they already have, uh, it's definitely strengthened uh, the Italian uh, army itself and then of course you know you get to kind of play around with with these units and regular units and be it scenario or you know be it your gaming group is okay with playing theater selectors just all around like our our group is mm -hmm. so uh, pretty neat um, and then of course you know if you you go through the book we're not really going to go through like the other units but uh apparently the new german units are in there as well uh what yeah. else we got here uh then we got some new british and commonwealth units which we mentioned a little bit earlier and yeah there's royal canadian engineer section and then uh, Popsky's private army. Um, that's in there too. Royal Marine Commandos. So again, there's a lot, a lot in here. 
U.S. has some new stuff in here too, apparently. And then you have the first special service force, the Devil's Brigade, the Black Devils. Uh, it looks like they have their own section. Yeah. Which is cool. Darby's you know, Rangers might, as well. That might be a force I have to do, Andy. Stop <laughs> me. Stop me. I have too much work already. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're... Uh, they got some options in them. Uh -huh. And they have... Some pretty cool looking uh, minis for it too, but uh, yeah, take a look at that stuff. There's there's a lot of lot of new units in here. Eighty second Airborne. Um, lots of new units, and then of course all the heroes like we mentioned before. But uh, pretty good book, I'd say. Yeah, it looks great. For what what's in it? I've been uh, flipping through a bit, and uh, I just love—I love the books anyway. So whether I, I do ever end up doing an Italian army or that uh, FSSF army, uh, I don't know. But uh, it is hella badass. And here's that. This is the book for it, right? So. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? The fun anyway. And I mean, uh, you know, just us playing through that Stalingrad book has made me appreciate the books more. Yes. I, I want to play through them all eventually. Exactly. I just need more time, money. <laughs> <laughs> See, and and uh, another part of, of this book in the back, they actually have new generic weapons. Uh, mm. So demolition charges, Bangalore torpedoes, and then multinational forces as well, like ad hoc units, which is pretty interesting. Um, they also have some campaign rules in here as well for like Rule of Skies, uh, SAS saboteur teams, poor air ground coordination, baby traps, stuff like that, minefields, which is... Yeah, they got it's pretty good. They actually got a whole section at the back of a well-organized special rule section. So, um, and then of course there's fortifications, which we know like the Italian army is able to deploy uh, in these attack and defend missions, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know trenches, weapon or gun pits, barbed wire, that kind of thing. So, uh, pretty neat. Helps a lot with uh, making it a little bit more interactive, I guess, the battlefield. And uh, a lot of nice options in that book to play around with, especially if, you know, those are any of those armies that you're interested in or you want to start up or you wanted to expand on, right? Yeah. So, because, I mean... Uh, we haven't uh, haven't really seen too many players come out to play as Italians. Well, funny you say that. And then this uh, just la this week yeah. we had 
a new player with Italians and one of the other games. Yeah, the other Italian player. But yeah, normally no. <laughs> yeah, because I know I was it was a little while back we had one player come out for a couple times with them, but uh, other than that, yeah, it was just you didn't even see them, and you know it, it could be for the same reason as some of some of the other factions that you know like Belgians and stuff they don't have a lot, which that's part of the history, right? You use them, you're using them for the scenarios and stuff, but now that you know, you can actually try to build a force out of it, which is uh, which is good. It, it it shakes things up as well, right? Because I mean, most mm -hmm. of the time, most of the time you go out to play and you're playing Axis as allies. You know, it's it's mainly Germans that you're fighting against, anyways. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, having a a little bit of a change is good. <laughs> But yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to, like I said, I'll have to do a little bit of a deeper dive into it. Um, and not only is the, the, the book itself looking pretty good, but the new miniatures that they've been showing and releasing, um, I've had that chance of actually getting one of the sets and, and um, you know, looking pretty closely at the, the minis and uh, again, they did another fantastic job, just like they did with the Canadian set and all these new plastic sets that they've been coming out with. Nice. You know, uh, guns are molded to the arms for easier assembly. You know. Yeah, you know, which at first, when they first started doing that, you know, I thought, this is a terrible idea. Why would they do that? You get less freedom than with having those weapon sprues. But gosh darn it, when you're trying to build those things and you got to match up the arms and you know to get them in the right position and inevitably you're going to have at least you know a couple of units or a couple of guys that you have to bend their arm all wonky <laughs> to get the gun to work and you got to putty up the back side of his arm and did you find ugh. out the soviets yeah i hated it so the soviets I, were my first army right yeah and that's exactly what happened to me i got i got um, you know, I, I went a little further than I should, and I like clipped out all the arms. Oh, you were screwed then. <laughs> yeah, because so, they do make sense once you figure it out. But it's literally like, and it don't, they don't label. It's this arm goes with that arm exactly, and it won't go with anything else. Because God forbid you try that. Jeez. But these molded arms are way better. I first start did them with my Airborne. The yep. new British Airborne had them. Amazing. It does limit the poses maybe a little bit, but not much more than the other way, and it's way easier. Yeah, way it, it easier. is comparing to like trying to, you know, slam in that rifle into the hands of the the miniature and you know your sausage fingers make yeah. one one slip and that's it you know <laughs> yeah and the the weapons themselves are a little bit beefier maybe yes. a little bit bigger than they should be yeah but, but they don't snap off exactly right i have so many uh older models where their rifles are just broken in half 
Yeah, I, I found there was a couple of of uh, factions that had that. So yeah, but, so uh, I I like this this new technique. And then uh, they are and have I think shown shown and are releasing um, some new plastic kits for some of their tanks as well, which is yeah cool. And the second Italy book for the rest of Italy. Mm, yeah. Yeah, which is cool. They've uh, they've really gone the mile with bringing out these campaign books, so uh, it's it's good. Join it. Got to collect them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm that friggin' Pokemon guy yeah. with the hat <laughs> trying to figure. God, I sound like such an old man talking about that. I'm, a, I'm that freaking old Pokemon guy. <laughs> anyway. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, uh, coming weekend is, is the tank event. And hoping we're going to have a, a pretty decent turnout for that. So uh, I'll, be definitely, I'll be definitely running around taking pictures, partaking in, in the event, hopefully, and... Uh, Hopefully, maybe some new faces come out to try it out as well. Try it so, out. Bring out a tank. Exactly. So, uh, excited to get that, you know, up and running and having people have a good time with it. And uh, that might actually lead down the road into something else with uh, involving tank war. Which would be pretty cool. Change it up, right? Guys like to yeah. switch it up. So... Get a couple tanks painted up, easy peasy. Exactly, exactly. Bing, bang, bong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking in sounds now. (laughs) I I do suppose that's what all talking is, but anyway, I digress. (laughs) Well, no, that's good. I think think that pretty much wraps it up for uh, this week's episode. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and thanks for being out here again, Jason. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having so, me. And uh, we'll definitely get some more games going, pictures, all that fun stuff. So hope you guys enjoyed, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it. Play it.